CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Wednesday, January 24th, 2024, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm your host, Jen Sinassi. Let's get right into the show. First, I'll be passing it off to our producer, Eleanor Paul, to read out today's markets updates. According to Coindesk Indices, at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Bitcoin was trading up 2.8% over the past 24 hours at just around $40,000. Bitcoin had sunk below the $39,000 mark on Tuesday, down almost 20% on its peak following the listing of the first spot Bitcoin ETFs in the U.S. just two weeks ago. Ether rose nearly a percent over the same time period, trading at $2,233. Solana and Avalanche led amongst the larger crypto assets yesterday, with Sol rising 9% and AVAX up 13% on the day. Today's mover in the Coindesk market index is Synapse, ticker SYN, up 37%. And in traditional markets, the Nasdaq rose 0.4% yesterday. The S&P 500, up 0.3%, hit another milestone as it cinched a record-high close, its third consecutive day doing so. And in commodities, the Brent crude oil benchmark was trading at $79.64 a barrel. Meanwhile, gold was trading at $2,032 an ounce. Now, back to Jen. Today, I'll be reading a featured story by Coindesk's Daniel Kuhn titled, Will the Next Bitcoin Having Be Another Hype Cycle? Now that spot Bitcoin exchange traded funds or ETFs are live in the US, market watchers are looking for the next potentially bullish event to drive cryptocurrency gains. Following the US Security and Exchange Commission's long awaited decision to approve these financial products, Bitcoin's ETFs have simultaneously overperformed and underwhelmed expectations representing the pluses and minuses of a market driven by hype. The top three Bitcoin ETFs have seen well over half a billion dollars worth of capital inflows, signifying the significant customer demand for traditional on-ramps into Bitcoin. In the weeks leading up to the date of approval, Bitcoin rallied to a recent high of $48,000. Many analysts and traders are now hoping the upcoming Bitcoin halving when the rate of new Bitcoins issued to network validators is slashed, could be a similar catalyst for crypto prices. There's a long-standing debate whether these programmatically triggered events that occur once every four years are priced in. The approval of Bitcoin ETFs last week may give some indication of what's to come for the next Bitcoin hype cycle. 
the listing of 11 new Bitcoin funds was a clear moment to sell, at least in hindsight. And Bitcoin has since sagged. It remains too early to say whether Bitcoin ETFs will draw in billions of new dollars in investors, a prediction that hangs on actual demand for Bitcoin. Meanwhile, the Bitcoin halving narrative is a supply-side story. Bitcoin's price could pop after the supply of new coins entering the market becomes constrained, assuming use of the Bitcoin network remains steady or increases. To some extent, the Bitcoin halving narrative is a post-hoc rationalization for the fact that Bitcoin has in fact gone on a tear in the months after every halving so far. For instance, six months after the network's second halving in 2016, Bitcoin crossed the $1,000 threshold for the first time. A similar rally happened in 2020, when Bitcoin set a new all-time high. But there's little to suggest that these price increases are directly related to the halving, outside of the increased bullish sentiment and media coverage that typically precedes the event. CoinShares in its latest mining report noted that, quote, a peak in hash rate growth often occurs about four months before the halving, likely due to a Bitcoin rush, end quote which could represent positive sentiment. Except the economic logic around a Bitcoin supply shock is a bit shaky, considering that the new supply of new Bitcoins will actually continue to increase for the next century or so, at which point all 21 million Bitcoins will have been mined. Satoshi Nakamoto designed the Bitcoin network to subsidize miners through these rewards to stimulate adoption, hoping that over time transaction fees will grow large enough to sustain network security and validation. CoinShares doesn't offer a price prediction in its report, which instead makes the case that Bitcoin mining will grow more competitive after the halving, knocking out the least efficient miners. While Bitcoin has become 90% more efficient since the last halving, hash rate and cost structures have also increased. In fact, the current Bitcoin mining difficulty is at historic highs, with computing power jumping over 100% in 2023. CoinShares predicts this to fall off after the halving with a minor exodus. The company also said the average cost of production per coin could normalize at just under $38,000 post-halving, given the complicated interrelation between hardware and electricity costs, difficulty levels, and the cost structures that determine whether certain miners are making or losing money, which determines how many miners are on the network. What exactly does this mean for Bitcoin price predictions? Well, somewhat contradictorily, if Bitcoin prices remain above $40,000, it may actually drive miner returns lower. CoinShares doesn't offer this prediction as such. But given that miners are often the largest sellers of Bitcoin, reduced profitability may also create selling pressure from that group. There are plenty of others who disagree and see the halving as another potential positive catalyst for Bitcoin prices. But it's important to know that everyone has their own incentives. The only near guarantee when it comes to the halving is that it's another moment for the hype. Thanks for listening. That's it for today's show. For more interviews and macro news on the digital asset space, check out Coindesk's First Mover, also hosted by me, Jen Snassi. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, alongside senior booking producer Melissa Montanez and executive producer Jared Schwartz. I'm your host, Jensen Azzi. We'll be back tomorrow with more Markets Daily.